1: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free
0: Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking to some leadership powerhouses that have been there, done that, and have the scars to prove it. And my guest today is still in the working world, as well as an entrepreneur, and I'll tell you what, she's one busy lady, but I think you are going to gain a great deal of information. So Alicia Hemphill is an executive in both business and ministry. She's a best-selling author, a life coach, co-creator of the new historical game Ebonyopoly, which I can't wait to hear about, which is the reconstruction era. And she's VP of regulatory affairs at a company called Oriel Stat-A-Matrix. It's a medical device and life sciences and consulting company. But this is where I think we're going to have a lot of fun. She's also CEO and founder of her own company called Beyond the Limitations. And she coaches and mentors future leaders to reach what you know we're all going for here. And that's that next level of performance and an outcome. And she specializes in strategies that impart change dun, 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 and not just change but that transform challenging work environments, which none of us have ever had before, and challenging work situations and relationships, which none of us have ever, ever dealt with. But she is highly skilled at identifying mindsets that hinder successful career contributions, and that often get in the way of people actually reaching those high levels within their organizations and for themselves. And uh, when she talks about this, she talks about helping others climb out of restrictive environments and setting themselves and their organizations onto a path that causes excitement and passion. So joining me today is Alicia. Thank you so much for being my guest.
0: Well, thank you very much, Michael. I'm very excited to be on your show and can't wait for our discussion.
1: Well, thank you. And you are a busy lady. My goodness, you have a lot of things in motion, but I hit highlights for you. So tell us a little bit more in your own words, a little bit about you and your background and especially your own business and how you help uh, your clients to shock their potential.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I um, have been in the medical device field for about 30 years, and I've been involved in many uh, companies and many levels of of, or- of the organization. Um, and, you know, really, as you've indicated, my own business, Beyond the Limitations, really, it was formed in that challenge of trying to move from one level to the next within mm-hmm. companies. And um, I found that through my own experiences and having to overcome to find my way uh, from a personal, organizational, and professional aspect Um, to move beyond any type of fa- boundaries or con- or restrictions that were uh, placed upon me from an organization, from my peers, coworkers, and even within myself, um, mm-hmm. that has been really the foundation of, of my own personal business beyond the limitations. But as a, um, also as an executive of a, of a medical device consulting company, um, a lot of those skills... Uh, really were brought together um, because in this day of COVID, you know, we are all uh, separated from one another. And so leadership really becomes more than just uh, something that happens because I am your boss. I have to influence, I have to inspire, I have to motivate, and I have to facilitate change on the benefit of the organization. Um, on a personal note, my own entrepreneurial uh, company bore out of, really, it was established in um, 2020, I um, started a company called Ebonyopoly, um, mm-hmm. and in the crux of adversity, and the crux of a, a, a challenging uh, year, you know, the thing that is going to rise to the potential are great ideas, great ideas that help benefit not just yourself, but others in society. And so Ebony was born out of uh, that desire to help uh, African-Americans really understand their history. Um, Mm. It was born out of the desire to be able to respond to difficulties with knowledge and understanding and insight that will help elevate rather than continuing a downward cycle. And so we sought out to create um, a game that that brought a lot of insight and knowledge about how African-Americans were uh, able to overcome adversity at, in the reconstruction era um, and to be successful in starting their own businesses mm-hmm. uh, and to excel. Uh, they really are the foundation of, of our you know, our people as a whole. So uh, that's a little bit about me in a nutshell.
1: How creative would that, what prompt? I mean, I, there, obviously there was a lot going on in 2020 um, that, you know, is painful and horrible. And yet finally, I think, you know, instigating change, hopefully for the, I mean, if you have to look for something good to come out of so much bad, hopefully it's that no longer is this okay for, You know, people to be dismissed or people to be overlooked or things to not be reported. I mean, I I really see opportunity for us finally to not have things hidden in the shadows, but that, you know, when we face anything, all of us together, we can face it better. But what an interesting perspective to come up with a board game. Like what prompted that for you?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, as you said, entrepreneurs are those that find solutions in Mm -hmm. adversity. So, yes, the obvious. The response to what happened in 2020 to the death of George Floyd was to, of course, to protest. But there's also a root cause. And so uh, entrepreneurs try to find what is it that really will change a situation. Um, And so we know one of the challenges uh, for African-Americans is the dearth of really understanding who we are as a people and the contributions we've made to America. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so we felt like that um, part of uh, a solution, of course, it's not going to be the solution, but we're only responsible for the part of the solution that inspires us, hopefully it'll inspire somebody else. We Mm -hmm. felt like that part of that solution was just an awareness and an understanding and the ability to be proud of your history. You know, mm-hmm. we believe that without awareness of that, that it's very difficult to move forward. We all, you know, you've heard the whole whole adage: we stand on the the shoulders of those before us. Well, yes. we have some really strong, rich history, and we wanted to bring that out in a positive, um, effective way. The board game um, is loaded with properties that were either named after significant people. Or, or events during that time in history. There's a QR code on the property card that will direct people to a website where they can learn more about that era or that, that property. Um, and then the chance and um, the chance cards, along with the community cards, are really uh, examples and they're, they're, they're difficult. Some, some of them are difficult to read but they're of real life experiences for African Americans during that time that they had to face on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, the, the most beautiful thing that we, we're we finding is that it's not just African Americans that want to know their history, uh, mm-hmm. other other nationalities want to know about our history too. So we're mm-hmm. seeing this um, as an opportunity to build up one, or one gr- uh, group or segment of the population to educate another. And hopefully somewhere in the understanding, there'll be a bridge.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, there's so many levels. I love this. I mean, it just is so I, you know, in the last year, as, as the media has turned to more um, stories uh, that, you know, were never told some good, some horrifying to, to realize, but all important for us to know, you know, that it's history is important. So I love the fact that you're bringing this in, but the very nature of just a board game is also about you sitting down and spending time with people and yes, you may want to win, but at the end of the day it's really about the fellowship and you know what you're learning from each other and you know what you're gaining and especially if there's an educational component about it that may open a lot of people's eyes. What a great what a great way to bring people together and learn how to have conversations in a much different format.
0: Absolutely. And we know that the basis of our society and the basis of business is trust, engendering Mm -hmm. trust, getting to know who you're in business with. And so the more we learn to do that and the more we open ourselves, we're, you know, I believe there's so much good in people. We all have our challenges and issues, but the more we can really understand one another and the more we can see the good in each other, you know, Mm -hmm. then then the difficulties or challenges kind of get balanced out. And that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to give everybody the opportunity to form relationships. That's what Mm -hmm. business is about. I'm I'm willing, based on your character uh, and the integrity and my ability to trust you, but you, you can't do that if you don't know how to sit down and collaboratively Foster exchange of ideas or uh, reveal, you know, there's an aspect of you I never knew about that that we could mutually support one another. That's the foundation of business. That's the foundation of our society. That's going to be the foundation of success and leadership.
1: Yeah, I agree, and that's where you know you're absolutely right in business and in business interactions, in professional interactions, there has to be some level of a connection and no matter how much we want to say oh it's personal or it's professional you know if anything the last year and a half has taught us it's you know that there are ways for it all to exist doesn't mean you have to go crazy one way or the other but i think it's a such a perfect time in this world to say you know true long term business is built on that ability to know each other better and you know, the sense of breaking bread together, having a conversation, not just completing a transaction, because the transact if we're all we're doing is completing a transaction, you can lose that business in a heartbeat for, you know, one cent cheaper somewhere else. But the relationship will still always at least get you an opportunity to, you know, to salvage a damage, you know, a, a, you know the, the a price cutting of a competitor. It will allow you to maybe close uh, an opportunity sooner. It will allow you to think about creative ways to, to find solutions to problems in business or even just with your team, the people you lead, the people you are, you are led by, the people that you're around. When we start to bridge that by getting to know each other better. Absolutely.
0: You know, and I call that authenticity.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The more I'm authentic with myself, the more I understand uh, who I am, what drives me, uh, what challenges me, the more I can communicate that to people that I work with. The more I share that with my my members on my team, um, the more I can share or reflect back to them, you know, positive things about their growth, development, um, their potential. Uh, mm-hmm. then that builds a, a level of trust. My team is willing uh, to work to, is, is, has more of an incentive to work towards our corporate organizational goals at that mm-hmm. level. So again, it's the same, let's, let's figure out how we can, not necessarily we have to go out to eat, but how do we get to know one another? Um,
1: yeah.
0: How do we break down those walls that hinder you know, our ability to do good work together?
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I've been uh, talking with my team about recently is getting, my my whole team is based in Kenya. So we have time differences. We've got, you know, a little bit different use of the English language, you know, they're very formal kind of British English, you know, and, and so, so we've been learning about each other um, for the last couple of years, but what was really been interesting lately as I've been helping my team to elevate their game is that we, I, I kept hearing this. It's hard to hear um, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. and I keep getting them to say, I want you to hear it as feedback, not, not constructive criticism, because criticism has this sense that you've done something wrong. Feedback is helping raise what we do. And it constructive means maybe you need to do it a little differently than you have been, but the feedback is saying, okay, here's what's working. Here's what's not. Here's where we adjust. Feedback means we're always moving forward. Mm -hmm. criticism has the opportunity to stop us in our tracks and, and the element of understanding how you can get people to that next level by the feedback, giving and receiving is so important. And you're right. It doesn't mean you have to sit down and and have a meal together, but it does mean that if, if you are open to giving and receiving in that way, you can move forward at such higher levels.
0: I think that's fantastic. Um, and, and that's interesting because that, Level of feedback is going to cross all nations, right? It's going to cross yes. all time zones. It's going to cross all people. Everyone wants to be successful. Everybody yes. wants to do well. Um, and everybody wants to hear positive things um, about themselves and how they can contribute to the goal of the organization. And so yes. feedback, like you said, is an excellent tool. As a leader, feedback is is number one. If we are not... Um, honestly reflecting uh, our ideas and our plans and what it is that we want our teams to do better or to cease doing, our organization will not grow. Our organization will not thrive and we will not be successful because what will be bred in organizations is distrust, fear, uncertainty. These are all uh, attitudes that Hinder our ability to to bring our best selves, and that's all anybody wants to do. So the fact that you're doing that is is phenomenal, and I would encourage you know everyone to get used to some positive feedback.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they don't always feel like it's all that positive, but I'm like, hey, it is. We're getting better and better.
0: (laughs) At the end of the day, it is. It's a gift. It's
1: a gift. Yes absolutely because it says like i also tell them you know i don't i don't spend time with people who aren't worth my time so if i'm dedicating time to develop you that means by my actions i say you are a value i want to continue to work with you i want to continue to see you grow and develop and sometimes it's not going to feel as good as other times and but other times it's going to feel really good because you see how much farther you've gone but It really does take, it takes a lot for us all to kind of step back sometimes, me too, and and hear the feedback that you need to hear and then adjust with it. So Alicia, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna hear from our sponsor for the month and then we will be right back to dig into our question of the month. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion. But without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey wayne titus shows you how in his book the entrepreneur's guide to financial well-being with the right advisor at your side you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Alicia Hempel, And again, I'm going to make sure that in the show notes, and we'll ask you later how to find the game too, but I want to make sure everybody knows how to access this game because I'm quite intrigued by it. But the question of the month is really about helping people, you know, gain some additional leadership insights and leadership tips to be better leaders, whether they're still working for a company or they're running their own business or they're a solopreneur. Leadership still is, it comes into play in everything. And I, I know that our... We thought that, you know, I think everybody had wishful thinking that post-pandemic, everything will go back to quote-unquote normal. Well, we know there's no normal anymore, and we know that things are still going to continue to change in business, in how often we are face-to-face, in, you know, remote work that stays, going back to offices, uh, hybrid work, all kinds of situations. So what are some top tips that you have for people to really continue to evolve their leadership ability during turbulent and changing times? Absolutely, I think it's a
0: great question. Um, and I thank you for that question because I have been fortunate as part of uh set of Matrix as the Vice President of Regulatory Affairs, The the company is global and we are all, we work, so, and I started working there for, uh, going to my third year and uh, I had to learn immediately the value of honest, effective, communication. Um, I think that, but, but, but communication in and of itself is one thing, but what are you trying to communicate? And one of the things I find in most organizations is that people really rarely give thought when they show up in meetings, when they show up at a client call, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the ability to think through clearly and to communicate concisely, why are you showing up? What are your objectives? What is it that is going to be a benefit to you, to the client, um, and to even the engagement? Um, I think we rarely rarely contemplate what that means. So I think one, know why you're doing what you're doing and be, Mm -hmm. be able to then communicate clearly your intentions and your desires and your expectations. And then finally follow up. Mm -hmm. It's a simple concept. Touch base. Did I check in? Did I say what I wanted to say? If I did not, then help, then let me give, have the opportunity to clear up misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. The ability to, to, to succinctly share to, um, Lay out expectations to uh, determine if people are meeting those expectations. If you're meeting those, those are going to be the new uh, skill sets for this post-pandemic environment that we're in. And then finally, I would say, you know, if you're, if you really don't care about what you're doing, or you don't care about the people or the product, then find another product. Get
1: out. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's going to
0: show. us a favor. It's going to show. It's going to show up.
1: That is really that is really great. I think that's such poignant advice. And we really hadn't touched on that yet this month with any of my guests, but I am a big proponent of prepare, prepare, prepare. You know, before you walk in the meeting, have you taken the time to actually, you know, research you know, the backstory. If you, you know, do you know that person? Do you know their business? Do you know the relationship you have or have not had with them or why or why not? But practice what you're going to say. And, you know, I think people in some sense have gotten a little better because of the sheer number of meetings that people have had by Zoom um, are getting a little bit better about not droning on and on. But there are people that don't think, and they just talk in a constant stream of whatever their consciousness is. And the first three words out of their mouth might be brilliant, but the next 487 of them are horrible and will put you to sleep. And any gain you had is lost because you don't think, you haven't planned, you don't read your room, and you're not really ultimately driving to what you said is, you know what, what are you trying to accomplish? And can you do it clearly and concisely?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And, you know, nowadays, we have so many competing zoom meetings Mm -hmm. Um, that used to be okay in the past, because we saw each other eight hours a day. So any type of negative uh, opinions that were formed during that one meeting that droned on and on there were many opportunities to recapture ground lost. Now you have a snapshot of time. You have a short window, Um, and so it is going to be extremely important to be focused, to be fast, (laughs) and yeah, and to follow up.
1: Yeah, and I think that even more so. Maybe now I hadn't really thought of that, but as we go back to in-person engagements, in-person meetings, in-person sales calls, is that you know you it's different when you have to physically show up you know, you could go from zoom meeting to zoom meeting, but you don't get to go as easily from, you know, sales call to sales call. So that preparation, that mindfulness, that, that I'm going to be, you know, not just sales calls, but maybe I'm going to go for a coaching ride with one of my team, or I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go deliver uh, a, a um, you know, a division update in, in the, you know, in the corporate meeting is that, Getting very clear about what you're saying and the importance of every word really means um, something incredibly different now when we show up in person, because it's like, hey, it all took us a lot of effort to get in this space. Let's use it very respectfully.
0: I agree, I agree. Um, And I believe those businesses that can um, train their leaders to function and not just like you said, when we are all in a room together, but a hybrid combination. It's going to take another level of skill, another level of consideration to make sure that everyone is engaged. So yeah. you can command a room can you command a room when half of the people are in different time zones or uh, in different uh, states or, or you know in, diff- in on zoom or can you do you have the skill set? to be able to effectively flex, flexibility is going to be key to flex in to be a listener because if I drone on and on and on, and I have a captive audience, I may lose half of my audience that has the ability that may even just turn their screen off and they, then you've lost, you've <laughs> lost, you've lost so okay. people. And then you have, you have to engage them. How do you draw them out? Which means if you're a person that drones on and on, how do you pause? How do you let silence speak? How do you uh, invite others that are not even in the room to be connected with what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that is so true. It is so important. It, it is going to take a whole new skill set, and I'm I'm really curious to see how people evolve because I know there are a lot of leaders who weren't necessarily the strongest leaders before, and so then when their teams went remote. It was almost like, let's just throw a bandaid on this and hope that bandaid, you know, keeps the bleeding from being too bad. Well, now, you know, we've gone through a box of band-aids now we didn't, we didn't put any Neosporin on that thing and it's not any better. And now we're going to introduce a new kind of wound, which is hybrid and and uh, it's really going to require leaders to, to take new levels of awareness, to up their game, not only for themselves to be successful, but to teach their people how to be successful in this continually evolving environment. I, I greatly, I think your, your, uh, your information is spot on. Um, Alicia, I know we're going to um, have all your contact information on the show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they know they need to find out more about you, what's the best ways for them to reach you?
0: My uh, website for Beyond the Limitations is uh,
1: www.alishahemphill.co. Very good. And before we go, do you have, oh, did you have others? I just, yeah, I have one more. Uh, You can
0: find our game Ebonyopoly on ebonyopoly, as it's spelled, ebonyopoly.com.
1: It makes me want to sing ebony and I believe two games together. No, sorry. I started my own fantastic singing. voice. <laughs> Usually I sing a little bit better than that, but I was just going with it because it, ever since I saw it right now, I'm like, I'm going to have so much fun with this name. I just love it. <laughs> It's great marketing. So thank you. And we'll have the links definitely to that in the show notes. So anybody who's looking for it, you will absolutely be able to find it. And so before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
0: I do. I do. One of the things that I do every morning when I wake up is I spend really focused time um, thinking about the day and where I am in relation to that day. Um, I may not always be at the top of my game, but I, I do try to develop a plan on how I'm going to get there. Um, and so I find that, that those first you know, few minutes in the morning, um, instead of rolling out of bed and, 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 and just jumping into the day, um, I spend that time really reflecting on yesterday and mm-hmm. what, where, where is, because the day is that bridge to tomorrow. Um, It's the only day that you really have. So how do I, how am I going to grab this day? What is it? uh, What is it that I need to fix in this day? uh, That's going to help me accomplish the goals for tomorrow. So uh, ultimately, at the end of that, you know, just having a plan, having an idea of the challenges that are facing you and how you may want to attack it. Uh, Then I can leave and exit the day and show up a little bit better than I did yesterday. So I would encourage everyone to take that time um, and to really positively reflect on yourself where you want to go. What is it you need to fix? um, Put a little bit of everything, um, goals, aspirations, but then how do you repair bridges into every day? Make that aspect of every part of your day.
1: I love that. Today is the bridge into to tomorrow. That's absolutely fantastic. Alicia, thank you so much for sharing not only about your story and your um, your exciting new uh, entrepreneurial journeys, but also some incredibly powerful tips. It's been an absolute pleasure having you as a guest today.
0: Thank you very much for having me. It's been my pleasure to spend some time talking to you and your audience.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com